the good news is that God didn't bail on you. God should have bailed on all of us, right? But he didn't bail. He, he keeps showing up every single day in the midst of our mess. That's the good news of the gospel. Welcome to the All of Life Show, friends. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Stuart White, and this is my wife, Alicia. Yes, that is me, babe. Yes, that is you. Uh, and uh, we are currently on, uh, well, quarantine, I guess you could say. And we had a weird way of celebrating quarantine by moving from one house into another and scrambling and setting up our podcast gear uh, just today, in fact. So uh, this has been quite the adventure. And uh, right now, we are very blessed. We have a special guest with us today. Uh, his name is Jared Lopes. He is the host of the Dad Tired podcast, uh, author of a book by the same name, as well as a couple other books. And uh, welcome to the show, Jared. Ah, thanks. Glad to be here. So we were just discussing, we, uh, both our families are Oregon, uh, Oregonians, I guess, so that would be the right way to put yeah. it. it <laughs> and uh, you guys have been on quarantine as well just trying to go through things. Yeah. I think, I think over like half the country is a uh, locked down right now. So yeah, this yeah. is, this has truly been unreal. Like, uh, we, we actually were listening to your show with, uh, you interviewing your wife and talking oh, about, yeah. uh, you know, just things that you can do to relieve anxiety. And we were practicing Layla's deep breaths. Yeah. Right. Right before <laughs> just going, let's see if this works. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah, did the essential oils. It all worked. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, yeah, so we uh, have been really excited to have you on the show. Um, and uh, for those who are listening who may have be unfamiliar with your show yet uh, and your story, can you just kind of fill us in on your backstory and what led you to the podcast and the book and everything else? Yeah, so we do more than deep breaths and essential oils, but uh, <laughs> uh, but. That is a reference to the last episode that we did where my wife was talking about just how to deal with anxiety uh, or how to help a spouse who deal who struggles with anxiety. And um, that seemed relevant because of where we are in our current climate with the country and or the world and all that's going on. But uh, the background of Dad Tired, really, I started by accident. Um, I, I've been a pastor for 14 years now. And, uh, I had been like ministry has always been fun and great for me. And then I helped plant a church here in the Portland area. And that went, uh, sideways. Uh, I helped plant a church with a friend and, uh, it just ended really, really poorly. It was, it, we just made better friends than we did co-laborers and it just kind of, it ended like pretty crappy to be oh, honest. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I always heard people say that they had been hurt by the church and I was like, yeah, it's probably on you. Like if you, if you've been hurt by the church, it's probably you, not the church. And then in, for the first time in my life, like I found myself hurt by the church. I was like, Oh geez, like, <laughs> uh, I'm eating my own words here. Like I'm actually deeply hurt at, and I'm giving you definitely like the PG version. Like I was, I was wounded, like really, really wounded mm -hmm. and, um, went into a depression, really spiraled, spiraled out of control with just identity stuff. And as part of that, um, I pulled away from my wife big time. Like I just, stopped being an engaged husband and I stopped being an engaged dad. And I had made a commitment. I'm never going to be in ministry again. Like this sucks. I'm going to go start my own businesses and do my own thing, but I'm never going to do ministry again. 
And my wife and I were fighting a lot. I thought for sure we were going to end in divorce. If Layla were sitting here next to me, she would have said that's not true because she was she was ready to keep fighting for us. But in my mind, I had really like checked out. And we were in the middle of a fight in a my bedroom, which at that time uh, was very normal for us to like fight often. And during that fight, I had said something on purpose to hurt Layla. And uh, just in my immaturity and as a young husband and a dumber husband, uh, I said something to hurt her and she got tears in her eyes. And I was like, oh, I'm winning again, like as a really immature husband. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm winning this fight. And uh, she just looked at me and she said, Jared, I just want you to know I've been waking up at two in the morning every morning and going into the living room and I've been praying that God would capture your heart again. And I was like, oh, man, like. I would have rather she cussed me out like that would have been easier mm -hmm. to handle than what she just told me there. And but that's really what the Holy Spirit used to start drawing my heart back to himself. And so uh, I I was just like, all right, man, I, I don't want to be the same kind of dad that my dad was. My dad bailed when I was three. Like, I don't I don't want to keep this tradition and cycle going of guys not being around in their families. And so I, I just started to try to figure out how to step back into my role as a as an engaged husband and father. And. I'm giving you the long story here, so I apologize for this rambling to your short question. You <laughs> uh, but in the middle of that, I happened to write this blog and basically say to the world, it was a very millennial thing of me to do, but basically say, hey, I feel like I suck as a husband and dad, but I don't want to. And uh, that blog ended up going viral. I knew nothing about internet or blogging or podcasting or anything. I wasn't trying to start anything. I was just basically mm -hmm. sharing my art to my friends and family on Facebook, uh, processing my emotions online like most millennials do. I don't recommend that, by the way, but that was what I happened to do. And uh, it went viral. And all of a sudden, all these guys from around the world were like, dude, I relate. Like, I feel the same. I feel like I suck as a husband and dad, but I don't want to. Like, I want to be better at this whole thing. And that's really how Dad Tired started. We started a little Facebook group, and that started from 60 guys and turned into, you know, now over 11,000 guys. We've got about 2 million podcast downloads and just like it turned into a whole thing. And I always say God tricked me back into ministry because I was committed to never doing it again. And uh, and here I am doing it full time. <laughs> it's such a good story. I, I have uh, when I first started listening to your show, I think I actually came upon you because I stumbled upon your devotional book that you put out. And I yeah. have a friend whose name is Jared Lopez. And I was like, Hey, it's like the same name, except slightly different. And so, yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. But so I started, I listened uh, to the audiobook of it. And uh, then I realized, Oh, this is like a devotional book. <laughs> so I'm like sitting here, yeah. like doing the millennial thing too. Just like, I'm just going to slam this whole book in like one sitting. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be like digesting this, you know, <laughs> bit by bit. Um, so yeah, that, I ended up hearing your story and just hearing the things you you've gone through in that. And uh, as we were talking just a little bit before the show, like some of those similarities of uh, being in ministry, being out of ministry, like my wife and I have gone through a very similar thing. Our story has like just intersecting pathways with that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, we, I was on a church uh, for six years, um, got laid off a church and ended up going, I don't, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I would do uh, apart yeah. from doing this ministry. I end up getting a job in a tech industry and totally not like thinking this is like now I still look back and go, I don't, I would have never planned to be where I am 
God had yeah. something in mind, but still there's always been that heart. And, and for us, like in doing the podcast and we still lead worship and we, we, uh, serve and minister in our church and, uh, but still feeling like, okay, God, what, how else can we be used? Like, we feel like there's that desire to just see the gospel go forth. The desire, like our whole theme of our show, all, the all of life show is, uh, bringing the gospel to life or to all of life. Like, cause we believe that, the gospel isn't just for that thing, you know, that gets you your foot in the door that gets you saved. But it's it's literally the thing that changes every part of your life is Christ just keeps shedding yeah. more light on those those areas of your life. So um, it, it's it's so encouraging to me. And uh, we had a couple of questions here that we actually wrote down because, you know, you don't want to lose track of things. But <laughs> um, so uh, but it's so encouraging to me to just see how your story, you've gone forth and, um, in your vulnerability in those things, uh, that is where God has seemingly used so much of the power, like the things that in a worldly sense would be considered, Oh, you're done. You're washed up. You're weak. You're, you're unable. And God has used your story to draw more people to himself. And, uh, that is just so encouraging to me. Um, babe, you, you had a question, I think. I did. Well, um, I think Stu had talked right before we got on about just kind of wanting to hear from you in your vulnerability, as you've shared, um, and have been just really open and honest and raw with your listeners and, um, and with yourself, how have you seen that, um, like, how have you seen people respond to that? And how have you seen lives changed through that? Yeah, this, this question comes up a lot when I'm talking to people. Um, and I've never had the strategy to like, you know, just share all my stuff as a way to like grow a brand. Number one, I wasn't trying to grow any brand or start mm-hmm. any brand. I was literally just sharing because this is what I was going through, uh, and, and still sharing what I'm going through, like to this day, you know? Um, so it was never strategic. It's just, I think, kind of the way God wired me. Uh, I happened to grow up in a house with, I was the baby boy. I had three older sisters and my mom, who was a single mom. And my mom was really big on like teaching me to communicate my emotions. Uh, and that was just like, I had to figure that out. Like I had to figure out if I'm going to survive in this family, I got to learn how to talk and like say what I'm feeling and learn, ask questions about how my sisters are feeling and what my mom's feeling. And so that was just kind of my upbringing. I was, I talked about feelings a lot. <laughs> And which I've learned, like, wasn't like most dudes didn't grow up doing that. Like most dudes didn't weren't comfortable sharing feelings. And like uh, that may have came across as potential weakness. And so just in my own personal story, I just started sharing how I would normally share. Like, this is what I'm feeling. I feel crushed. I feel like I suck at this. I feel like I want to get better at this. Uh, I don't feel like I'm doing this well. And I think as a result, a lot of guys started listening to that and, and started to say, like, man, you're putting words to a lot of things I felt, but I've never either one didn't know how to articulate or two just didn't feel comfortable articulating. So I just thank you for sharing what, what I'm like personally going through. And that's a, I mean, that's just, it's not like I was smart enough to like grow a brand or move forward the gospel. I, God was just like, all right, we'll use this broken tool and mouthpiece to like get across what God's going to get across. And so, um, y- your question was like, I, I guess, how have I seen it? Um, change lives, uh, man, I can't, I, it's almost an overwhelming question because of the amount of emails and, and messages and many times that I've looked guys in the face and seen tears in their eyes with the way that they just go back to what you said at the beginning, like the gospel is actually changing their lives. Like they're not told, Hey man, you got to figure this out. Like pull yourself up by your bootstraps 
and get like get yourself figured out and work harder and why aren't you waking up at 5 a.m and doing your morning devotional and mm. how come you're behind on your bible study reading plan you know like all this stuff like i'm just trying to remind dudes all the time like bro like there, there's the the good news of Jesus is still good news for you, bro. Like today, like, like God continues. And I always say the good news is that God didn't bail on you. God should have bailed on all of us. Right. But he didn't bail. He, he keeps showing up every single day in the midst of our mess. That's the good news of the gospel and that he keeps redeeming us and he's going to redeem all things back to the way it was designed to be. And so I just think that if guys really knew that story, and really could grasp onto that good news that they wouldn't need to hear like, hey, bro, stop looking at this or stop saying that or get your anger under control. Mm -hmm. All these things, like if they just could know you are deeply loved by the God of the universe right now, exactly the way you are. Mm -hmm. God isn't surprised with where you're at in your faith journey. He knows where you would, he knew where you would be at this moment and he still loves you fully. Like that changes the way you are as a man and a husband and father. So I don't know if that fully answered your question, but. No, that's great. Um, I appreciate that. I, and I have a couple more too that kind of go along with that, but maybe they'll be a little bit more narrow because <laughs> that was a pretty, pretty general question. Um, I want to know is something that I've just been thinking about from from your perspective and speaking to men and to dads um, right now, like during everything that we're dealing with with the coronavirus and kind of how like the economy is seemingly collapsing before our eyes in a very short period of time. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask is, what would you tell dads? What would you commission for dads um, how, to to show the gospel, to bring the gospel and model the gospel to their families right now? Yeah, that's such a good question. So uh, I often tell guys that uh, the things that we are chasing after to be God will fail us at being God. And we're just seeing that really clearly right now, right? So if your hope and security and joy and satisfaction and identity was in a job or a bank account or a stock market or your stuff, like any of that stuff, like we're all learning right in this moment, oh man, those gods suck. Uh, They are going to fail us. They have the potential to fail us deeply. And so what a gift. Um, Jesus said in Matthew 5, blessed are those who mourn right? That's a weird statement. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a really bizarre statement to say. Why why would it be a blessing to mourn? Well, it's only a blessing uh, to mourn because you, you become desperate to come turn back to the things that actually will satisfy your soul, and that's Jesus. And so for right now, some of us are mourning, some of us are scared, some of us are mourning the loss of a job or an identity or our stuff or whatever. And I think Jesus would say, man, you're blessed because all the things you thought would satisfy you are failing you, but come back to the one who can actually satisfy you. And that's me. And so we're blessed. If we turn our hearts to Jesus, we're blessed. That would be the first thing I tell guys is like the the good news of the gospel right now in this moment is that everything you thought would give you satisfaction is going to fail you. And so what a gift that you can come back to Jesus. The one who said the waters that you drink from him will never leave you thirsty again. So that's the first thing I would tell guys. Um, Did that hit on that question? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. totally. It was great. I, I love that because... It's, we tend to look at it and say, oh, if it's falling apart, God is somehow failing. And you may yeah. not realize like, no, it's actually Jesus is being merciful and allowing your gods to be stripped away from you so that you would not just because it's him not getting worshiped, but it's in at its core, it's bad for you. It's not good for your soul. You are literally robbing yourself of spiritual nutrition and replacing it with junk food. Like, you know, and it, it, it's a, it's a, sign of spiritual maturity and 
personal maturity um, that you grow, like just like our kids, you know, if I gave my kids a choice, they would literally eat airheads and <laughs> lollipops all day Oreos. long. Oreos. Yeah. And they wouldn't see any problem with that. And they probably wouldn't get sick at least for a day. And they'd be like, yeah, I, no, I feel great. And then the next day do it again and again. But over time, it's like they're going to have serious medical complications. And, right. and it's that way with, um, with our spiritual growth. You know, we, we, if we are not filling that, that soul need with Christ, then we end up having this like detriment over time where it's like a, a condition where your bones are weak or brittle or, you know, it's, you could find all these different ways of equating it, but, but yeah, at its, at its heart, it is that it's like reminding guys like this may be God's grace in your life, like to see all the things that we trusted in, all the things that we were hoping in and to realize God is saying it's not enough only I am. And if your hope is in me, then those things as they fall apart, it's not, it might not be great, but it's not going to be devastating. I want to, yeah, that's a good, good word, man. And then, yeah. No, go you, you go for it, Jared. I'll wait. I'd uh, rather well, hear I, what you have to say. One, I'm convicted about the Oreos comment. Cause I just ate like half a Hey, we're all, we're all growing at different rates here. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate the uh, grace there. I went to the store and I noticed that all the things were gone except Oreos. I'm like, I'm stocking up on Oreos when everybody else goes for their thing. And then that turned bad. (laughs) Uh, I I found my consequence within, (laughs) yeah, I found within hours of that decision, by the way. Uh, (laughs) the second thing, uh, is I think just to, to re-say what you just said is it, it is, it really is for our joy. It is for our joy. It's, it's, God, it's not because God is like this angry God that's like, man, you're just follow my rules or else I'm going to get you in trouble. It's it's more of like I sincerely want you to be at your best. And your best is actually when you serve and worship me and not these other things. And so, yeah, that what you just said is a really great point there. I'll let you okay. share what you said. Yeah. So this is something that I've just been thinking about, too. I want to know, because you have been vulnerable and I appreciate it appreciate that so much. I, I want to hear in this time um, with the quarantine and everything that's going on. And by the way, this is not what we had planned to talk about with you. We want to talk about yeah. foster care and other stuff. But then I was like, I don't want to, I first, I would love to have Layla be there for that and hear her perspective too. And so I didn't want to waste the topic. Um, so we can do that later, but it's only I, good for one go. And yeah. then- <laughs> um, but with everything that's going on, I just like, we are all a work in process and the Lord is sanctifying each of us. Like, just like you said, different rates and, mm-hmm. um, his timing for us is so good. And, um, but each one of us has something that we're struggling with in this period of time right now. And yeah. we, um, in your recent podcast with Layla, you talked about her anxiety and stuff like that. But I think I'm really curious to hear, like, what is something that you're struggling with right now that you're kind of, um, that you might be inwardly battling with? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, just put me on the spot. I know. And I told Stu too, (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is appropriate, but I just like, I want to know. And I, I can't not ask. (laughs) Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Layla and I are such open books, honestly. Like we always are ask nothing is off limits for us. Um, so I have a very as I have a very laid back spirit and uh Layla would say reckless <laughs> <laughs> or not thinking through all the details. And so I guess in regards to like where we are as of today, what is today? March 22nd. Um, you know, and so every news is changing day by day. Right. And, uh, as of today, like 
I don't have any deep, I guess, fears or anxieties. Um, I get, I've lost. So the way that I provide help provide for our family is I speak and I write books and I go around the country and I, and I share, right. Uh, maybe four of my speaking engagements in the last seven days have been canceled. Mm. So I'm just thinking of how those, um, ways, uh, to provide for my family aren't going to be there. And so I guess that kind of increases anxiety a little, a little bit, but also I'm just, it doesn't keep me up at night, honestly. And I don't say that like, um, and arrogance, I really, I just, I don't think I have the gift that my wife has. And, and the gift that she has is that she can look at a situation from every angle. And, and of course that's going to cause anxiety, right? Um, it's a gift because she can look at things from every angle, but it's also a curse because when she looks at things from particular angles, she's like, Oh geez, if that angle actually plays out to be true, this could be really hurtful for our family. And that causes anxiety for her. I yeah. don't have that gift. Mm -hmm. I can't look at a, a situation and look at it from every angle. I look at it very narrow minded. And so part of that's my gifting. And I'm just like, let's charge forward. But also it's a, it's a weakness because I don't see things fully. Um, I think the other thing, if I'm honest, and I actually felt this conviction last night, is I am home more with my kids. My kids are home more. We're all together. And I, I actually posted this on uh, social media yesterday, but I don't feel more present with my kids. So I'm here physically. Um, and yet I, I still feel in many ways disconnected from my kids. And so even today, this morning I woke up and I'm like, just because my body is in the same home as them for a long time does not mean I'm emotionally available. And so I told them like, let's just go on a scooter ride, you know, and I just put my cell phone away and like, we went and spent an hour outside and I was just trying to like connect with them emotionally because I did feel a sense of conviction. Like, man, I've been absent even while being present. Man, that that's convicting here, actually. Yeah. Like we we shared before the show uh, with you that we just finished moving into this house and, you know, we even scrambling, setting up the podcast and, and stuff to get ready for today. Um, and we had some friends from church who, as of now, are not sick, so... <laughs> This wasn't a bad parenting decision, um, but they, they offered to take our three kids and um, they have a little hobby farm. And so they've been out there loving it uh, for the last two days and they're coming home today. But during this whole time, like the last month, as we've been trying to get ready to move and, and do things. And then even as the kids now, like we had one homeschooling already and then one is three. So he can't you know, he's home all the time anyway, but the one yeah. who was in school, she got pulled from school, uh, over a week ago. And, um, or was it a week? Yeah. Something like that. And so they're there, but we're like focused on, we got to get everything out of here. We got to, we got to move. We got to make sure we're done. And, um, and we've seen it play out in them. Like, yeah, we, they are present, like you were saying, but, but, but you just cause you're there doesn't mean that you're being, you know, present with them. And, um, so yeah, that's been our conviction too. And it's part of it. We're like, okay, we know that's true yet. We don't have a choice in this matter. You know, like they, they can only help so much with the move. And so we're, we're kind of excited as we bring them home today. And as things are starting to settle a little bit, uh, our hearts feel inclined to just be like, okay, let's, let's find some ways that we can do things. We actually were, uh, listening to one of your recent episodes and, uh, your challenge with your son to uh, have uh, Bible verses to memorize. So we're like, that's a great idea. We should do that. So we're going right, to cool. implement that with the kids and, and just do some things that don't involve a tablet or a TV or, or, you know, like those things are a blessing and a curse. <laughs> so it's great, but it's terrible. It's like our kids, the moment they spend an hour on any of that, 
their whole demeanor, their whole attitude. Oh, they get weird, dude. It's yeah, they get kids get crazy. weird after that. So my kids will be on the iPad for thirty minutes, and I'm just like, "Who the heck are you?" Yeah. You just turned into a weird kid, yeah. <laughs> and you learn. It's like you expect them to pull out a knife and try to murder somebody. <laughs> like, what? What happened to you? Like, <laughs> Seriously, what were you doing on that? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Oh, um, babe, you did you have another question? Or no, I think I covered all of that. I um, I feel like there's so much, but this is our this is my first time interviewing somebody, and it's a little. I'm still learning how to do this, but um, but and I'm still like just trying to wrap my head. We're skyping with you, Jared, so nobody else can see that, but we can't. So it's I'm still wrapping my head around like hearing your voice all the time, and then now watching your face speak your voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, no. yeah but. I have people tell me that they listen to the podcast in uh, two times speed or time and a half. And then I, they hear me speak normally in real life. And they're like, <laughs> right. oh, you're so slow. In oh, real life. So yeah, slow. I did want to say, though, um, I want to say thank you for being willing because um, like it is no secret. We are small beans here. Like we just started and you didn't have to give of your time and you did. And we appreciate you being here and um, and sacrificing your time that it means a lot to us. I echo that. Oh. I echo the okay. echo of your the echo. echo. No, echo. no I'm, <laughs> that's the, oh, there's the church stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> church jokes. <laughs> yeah, church jokes. Uh, no, you guys, it, I mean, we're all just trying to point to someone much bigger than all of us, right? And yeah. so I'm honored that you think of me and that you even listen to the show. It's a huge honor. So thank you, guys. Jared, can you tell us a little, um, your, give us your books that you've got out right now? And, not um, physically how, give them to no, us, not, but yeah, tell us you, a little just, bit about <laughs> yeah, I'll give you our mailing address. It is. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, send you books. You books give you books. And, then, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, tell, tell our listeners how they can get connected with you. Yeah, so we have a devotional called Stop Behaving. That's a four-week devotional for men. I purposely wrote it to be four weeks because most guys don't want to spend like the rest of their lives. Uh, I always got invited into accountability groups when I was younger yeah. in church. There's and my no first, I was like, well, <laughs> well, how long is this going to last? Like, is it? It's forever. And it always got awkward. So anyway, I purposely wrote it four weeks so guys can get through it and not have awkward. If you want to keep meeting with some dude or some group of guys after four weeks, by all means go. But I gave you an out, you know, so that, that was my goal there. Uh, so we have that. And then we also have, that's called Stop Behaving. Did I say that? I don't yeah. know if I said yeah. that. Stop Behaving. And then I have a new book out um, called Dad Tired and Loving It, Stumbling Your Way to Spiritual Leadership. And that's more of a like, uh, you actually read through it as chapters and stories about what it looks like to just start leading your family towards Jesus and really just stumbling your way toward that as all of us dudes are trying to do that. So you yeah. just, you just released the audio uh, version of that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's on audible. Yeah. That's a places, great yeah. way to do and it. And then too. people can connect with you on Instagram and Facebook. Is it just dad tired on both of those? Yeah. If you search dad tired, like you'll find us wherever you hang out. Uh, we're not on TikTok yet. Cause I haven't quite figured out how <laughs> to hang out with all 13 year olds on TikTok. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Uh, we're on every other social media platform. Just dad tired. Our nine-year-old begs us to get TikTok. And then she tries to always go, well, did you know on TikTok, like there's always some newfound thing that she's like, but do you even know what TikTok is? Dad? Yes, I know. I know what TikTok is. No, you can't have it. <laughs> yeah. Downloaded it for like a day to just see like, is this a an area that we can, you know, reach guys with the gospel. And I just, I looked through like four videos. I'm like, I feel so weird right now. I feel like I just found myself at like a elementary or you know junior high or high school dance and i just like the old creepy dude just walked yeah. in 
I gotta get out of here. Yeah. This does not feel right. Yeah. Immediately delete the app. Just do some worship songs and then have a dance routine to it. That's all you need, and then you've got your TikTok. Is that, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think oh that's gosh, what you please, do. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that. Yeah, it probably wouldn't work. Uh, that's awesome. Well, Jared, thank you again, and um, I hope this isn't the last time we get to talk to you. You guys are a gift yeah. to us, and yeah, so thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you, and uh, hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy, stay sanitized, uh, and yeah, yeah, keep keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. God bless. Thank you.